Welcome to Synapse's Brain Bank podcast, a place for people and families impacted by brain injury to share their stories and connect with specialists from the field. Join our host, Dr. Zara Whedon, as we hear from everyday Australians and tap into advice and resources to help you on your brain injury path. Today we're talking with Catherine Varley, who certainly hasn't let brain injury hold her back. Catherine has had two children since her accident and has developed an app to help with daily life. Nice to talk to you. Hi, Zara. How are you? Thank you for having me. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about my story. I had a car accident which resulted in my acquired brain injury, which I have. It's coming up to 12 years this August that my car accident was. It was in rural Western Australia in a country town two hours north of Perth. And I was unfortunate to hit a tree, which changed my life forever. Really, mm. and yes, yeah, so I had many years of rehabilitation, and I had I had to learn to do everything again. I was wheelchair bound to begin with, and I had to learn to walk, talk, and move most parts of my body again. So it was a long journey, but. I am now just coming up 12 years, as I said, and I'm happy with how I've managed to return back to what would be my new normal. That sounds good to get to a new normal. Yes, yes. Do you feel you're pretty similar to how you were before? Oh, I'm quite different. Well, I- I'm a bit different, but um, I've come to the stage where I'm very happy with my the new me. For many years of rehabilitation, all I wanted to do was return to my prior self, and but I'm really happy with the new me that I've created, and I'm now I'm, I'm married to a beautiful man, and I have now two children, which is wonderful. That sounds great. And how have you found? Your parenting? Well, I did not expect or even think that after my accident I would be able to have children. Just the main things that my required brain injury, at the beginning they were all physical things about my body which I had to rehabilitate. And after that I – but now that they are fine and I can do everything that I – would like to with my body I just my fatigue is one major thing which I'm sure many other people with a brain injury can understand my memory loss and my concentration is I find quite difficult Mm. and I just didn't think I would ever be able to have children again because it was such such a big job having children, but Mm. with all the things that I put into place and my support, I've been able to have two beautiful children. And sure, it's hard. It's very hard. But, you know, it was something that I continue to work towards to become a great mum. That's great. Did you have some pre-planning of what you would do to help you? 
Well, so I did a lot of research and prior to having my first uh, daughter, Grace, three years ago, I went to my GP initially and she put me in touch with the social worker. The social worker was able to set me up with all contacts and the bits and pieces I needed in order to feel safe during my pregnancy. I was part of the midwifery group practice, which meant that I had I saw a midwife prior to birth and found out all the information which I needed. That's good. To help me learn about parenting and what was involved. That's great. And afterwards, was that the hard bit or not so much? Well, yes, but it was the beginning, the before, at the beginning before the birth, I found very difficult because I was so unaware of what my, what I could manage and what mm. the whole process. And one thing that I did do was I had a doula, which is a lady that the main role is to encourage self-confidence during birth and support my husband and I through the process. Mm -hmm. So I did lots of learning about how things were going to, what was going to happen during birth and after birth and just so that I felt prepared Mm -hmm. because I don't know about you but I feel to best manage my brain injury I have to be prepared. So once I I feel that I am prepared and my boxes are ticked and my knowledge is good, I don't get as anxious. That sounds a good way to be, I think. Oh, absolutely. And one of the great things I did was before the birth, I went to a midwife who did calm birthing mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. <laughs> I just learnt the strategies and what would happen during birth and the, my strategies that, which I could use to help alleviate any anxiety or problems, which so that was fantastic and I really recommend it. And then after birth, I put into place many things of support for my circumstances. That's great. What did you have to help afterwards? Well, I used a lot of my family support, Mm -hmm. which I'm very, very lucky to have, and also the support of my husband, and that was fantastic. And I could have had the midwifery group practice also can assist me with after birth. Mm -hmm. And one of my main things which I like to have is continuity. So I like to see the same people Again, because I can explain my situation once and they will Mm -hmm. understand it and I won't have to keep explaining my situation because, as you know, we might look completely normal but we get get a bit flustered or each person's an individual.
children, did you have any negativity about your choice to have children? I think mainly everyone was worried mm. that I wouldn't manage. And however, I really, really did want children. And so I thought, like everything else that has happened during my recovery, I'm quite a determined girl and I believe that, you know, things are just different and we, we can still achieve goals, but we just have to do things differently in order to achieve them. So as long as I put into place the help I need, mm-hmm. I believe we can do, we can really do what we really would like to be as our goal. Well, I think that's great thinking. And from your point of view, did you think anything about that it would be more difficult or just like oh. you're saying now that you can do it? Yes, I was really worried at the beginning because just the unknown and I know that to do daily tasks, it's a lot more effort for us. Mm. What it used to be like prior to the accident, but I thought, well, I'm sure other people have done it, Mm. so why can't I? And I, I really like to think positively because I really believe that we can achieve things. We just need to do them a little differently than others. I think a great way to think. Yeah, well, why not? I mean, <laughs> I always think we can give it a go. And, you know, I just think as long as you have the supports in place and each everyone knows with their own injury mm-hmm. the parts which they need extra work and support in. So I believe that as long as we we go in thinking that knowing of what we need as help, I believe we can do it. That's wonderful. So Catherine, I'm wondering, do you have any advice you could give to people who are in a similar position, wanting to have children, needing support? Absolutely. Well, I really think use the resources that we have. We live in a fantastic country which has such great health care and such good resources available. I didn't realise the things that I could use which would benefit me. And the mm-hmm. midwifery group care, the you know, the, the people can help you, such as a doula. There can mm-hmm. be a lot of family support. So go to the hospital and speak to the social worker who can mm-hmm. put you in contact with all of the resources that are available. So that's a good way for people who are thinking the same as you were. Yeah, absolutely. And the calm birthing, the midwifery group, because I was totally unaware of all of the things that were available. I've had children, oh, I've had a child after brain injury. Fantastic. And the same as you, I had a very supportive husband. Yes. I had a planned caesarean, which makes life a little bit easier from my point of view. But uh, Oh, absolutely. And I think it was my husband decided to have a month off after. So did mine. Yeah, yes. I think it's very helpful to do that. Oh, Absolutely. I don't drive and he he <laughs> planned to help me get a bus to the city with 
my new baby when he was about three weeks old. Yes. Unfortunately, I left my bag behind at the bus stop, <laughs> which did not oh. be, give me a great start to get a bus again. Oh. But uh, amazingly, they'd look and they had seen that I'd left it there and amazingly the bus organisation from the, the government saw that and watched where we got out and actually returned it to me, which was amazing to me. Made me very happy. Oh, that's fantastic. It's amazing the help that's out there and the people who really can't. It is. It's very helpful out there. Somehow I managed without driving anywhere. Oh, don't worry. I did, I did exactly the same. I only got my licence uh, two months ago. That's good. Good that you have it, really. Oh, it's it's has been life saving with two children. I oh my gosh! I've become very used to taxi drivers. I can tell you, I think they know who I am. But uh, and my yeah. children. <laughs> oh, gorgeous! Well, another thing that I think has been a great well a great suggestion that I would have to others mm-hmm. is you don't need to breastfeed if you can't do it, if it's too hard. As we know, we've got more challenges and mm. I, d- I did it for a little bit, but also I expressed my milk yeah. so that my husband could assist me and my mother yeah. so that I could have sleep sometime. And so it really it's been a team effort and having a lot of assistance, having things in place beforehand, which I knew I needed meant that things, and sure, they're not always going to go perfectly at all, like this morning, you know, (laughs) but I I seem to think that I manage a lot better now when things don't go correctly because I'm used to things going incorrectly quite a lot in daily life. But I still think it is achievable for people who do really want children and want a family. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's a great way. Well, and yeah, and see, after my first daughter, Grace, I was just happy. I thought, I'm so blessed and lucky to have one child, but I would really have loved two. And so we thought, you know, if we need extra assistance, we'll do it. And so that's where little Albert came into the family. Oh, that's wonderful. Because I really would wanted a brother or sister for Grace. And Michael, my husband, said, well, if we need extra help, we will just know that that's something we, we've, we've, we want to do. That's great. Catherine, have you had conversations with your children, maybe not at their age, about the brain injury you've had and uh, their understanding of it? Sure. Well, actually, last night was the first time Grace, my daughter, was sitting on my lap and she was facing me and I have a scar from where my tracheostomy was. And she was going, oh, and so she was saying scar sore, sore. And she said, what's that from, mum? And I said, oh, mummy had an accident. And she got quite worried about that. 
an accident and I said yes mummy had an accident a very long time ago she was quite it, but I wasn't quite sure how I'm going to go mm. into the conversation in the future because at the moment she's three and I just would like to not worry her but yeah, yeah it was interesting. I think it's hard at that age isn't it I've got a child who's five and I don't know that he would know what I mean. But, uh, yes, yeah, it's difficult to know how much they can understand. Oh, absolutely. And I only briefly went into it, went into it but it was really because it only happened last night. She just mm. was feeling my neck and she said, oh, and I thought, oh, gosh, this is interesting. How mm. am I going to? bring this up with a three-year-old. Yeah. It's definitely something which I, yeah, will will definitely speak to Grace and Albert about because I do, there's things that I need to compensate and I'm I'm so happy with that that I'm not embarrassed of them. However, they need to have an understanding of what I need and, how things need to be done differently. Hmm. Catherine, I think you've done more than doing the amazing things you've done with having your children, but I think you've done other things for support since then. Yes, yeah, I have. Would you like to share with us? Oh, sure. Well, I know that I need extra assistance with certain things and So I've developed an app which for others who've got acquired brain injuries or had an injury to help them with their memory and their planning and keep everything together in one place. Mm -hmm. And I use that a lot with my children and during birth and it, it helps me get through the day and achieve things of normal daily life with the kids. So, for example, I write down every time I feed Albie the milk so that I don't forget mm-hmm. how often I've fed him, how long since I last fed. It's just an assistance. It's a good idea. Yeah. And so, for example, I had to go and see a paediatrician last week because Albert has had a bit of an injury in his neck, which needs looking at. Mm -hmm. And I've also gone to see a physiotherapist. And I said to the physiotherapist, look, I've developed my app, Prepare Me. So she took photos of the exercises she'd like me to complete with Albie. And she's written me notes of how to complete them and how often to complete them. And I've got it all stored in the app so that after my appointment, I could go home, show my husband and my mother mm. who helped me with them, with the exercises. And it was all the information was there and a video of how to do it so that the messages can be conveyed properly and correctly. That's really good. I believe it's a help and whatever you're doing whether it be having children, a new job, something in family, we get so many different messages and I find that you need assistance with that, with the brain injury. So that's why I developed Prepare Me. 
That's great. Is it available to other people? The app is available for both Apple and Android Mm -hmm. and it is available to download on the App Store. But what I have done is I have put together a Facebook and uh, Instagram Prepare Me page. So that is for if you're interested to find out further information and how we can work together in a group, jump onto Facebook or Instagram and find the Prepare Me pages. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you, Catherine, for all of these things you shared with us. I think it's very helpful for many people. Well, thanks, Sarah, for having me, and it's been lovely to meet you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Brain Bank podcast. Brought to you by Synapse, Australia's peak body for brain injury. Make sure you visit our website, synapse.org.au, where you'll find useful resources and tools to connect you to our brain injury community. And while you're there, please complete the podcast survey. We want to know what you've enjoyed, what's worked for you, and what you think we should cover in the next series. At Synapse, we're creating change for people from all walks of life who have been impacted by brain injury. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.